This is Pastor Mark Sepulveda with Impact Church San Diego welcoming you to our podcast. I hope today's word inspires you, encourages you, and lifts you up. And if you would like to support our podcast, all we ask for is your prayers so we can continue bringing you the word of God. I hope you enjoy today's message. So sit back, relax, and have a listen. God bless you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Pastor Mark Sepulveda with Impact Church San Diego, welcoming you once again for our weekly podcast. I was going through my notes today, and I realized that I was starting a Bible study that I really never gave because I was given it in in the start of the pandemic, and I, it really never launched forward. And what I have here is the four biblical reasons to pray for the lost. Uh, why should we pray for the lost? Well, we're going to go through this, and I'm going to give examples of why we should. And this is a four-part Bible study, and the first part is four biblical reasons to pray for the lost is one, our love for them. Number two, our faith in Jesus. Number three, because of the power of prayer. And number four, it is our responsibility as Christians to pray for one another. We're going to start off today by loving one another, <clears throat> or one, love one another, one of the reasons for praying for the lost. Uh, we're going to go to John thirteen thirty four. if you have your Bibles with you, or you could just listen to the sweet sounds of my voice. John thirteen thirty four says, A new command I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. Now, why should we love one another? For this reason alone, the love for God. 1 John 4.20 says, If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. We all know that God is love, for the Bible says that God is love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, in John 3.16. God took a feeling and turned it into an action. God took that love and turned it into an action word. For God so loved the world that he gave. And that's something that we need to learn as brothers and sisters in Christ. With this action of love in John 3.16, we should not forget 1 John 3.16, and reads like this, Because he laid down his life for us, we should lay down our lives for our brethren. Does this mean that we have to die for each other? Not necessarily. If God should, showed love through sacrifice, what can we do? How do we sacrifice for our brethren? And the answer is, one word, time. What do we cherish the most in life? Time. Besides money, time. We never have time. We need time for this. We need time for that. And there's no time for uh, for friends, family, church, or even ourselves at times. Time is something that we cannot get back. Time is very precious. The one thing I realize about being married and having three daughters is that I can give them everything they want. <clears throat> I clothe them, feed them, give them a roof over their heads. I am the man of the house, king of the castle, but what good is it being the king of the castle if I don't spend time with my loyal subjects? 
All my daughters want for me is a little time to spend with them, to hear them out. When I come home from work, I come through the door and all four of my girls, <laughs> including my wife, come running and jumping and screaming, Daddy, Daddy, they just want to see me after a long day. Well, they're all grown up now, so they don't run to the door and scream, Daddy, Daddy, anymore. <laughs> They're all grown up, have their own jobs and stuff. But when they were younger, they would come and run to the door just to greet me. Time is our most precious gift. We only have so much of it. So when we give someone our time to listen to, talk to, we are giving that brother or sister, that person, a portion of our life that we won't get back. In other words, we are sacrificing our life for that brother or sister. How many times have you heard someone talk about what's troubling them and they go on telling you their life story and when it, it's all done, you know, they say, oh, thanks for listening. They spent, we spent our time with someone who really needed that moment in time to just release, just to vent, just to get something off their shoulders. Friendships, relationship, <clears throat> relationships, and love take time and effort. The best way to spell love is T-I-M-E. We need to love one another, share with one another, pray for one another. The Bible tells us that if God so loved us, we should also love one another. Life without love is worthless. When Moses was given the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, these Ten Commandments broke out into 613 laws, which were nearly impossible to keep. The law, of, this was also called the Law of Moses. And here are the Ten Commandments, whether you know them or not. Is <laughs> number one, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Number two, no graven images. Number three, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Number uh, four, keep the Sabbath day holy. Number five, honor your father and your mother. Number six, thou shalt not mur murder, or in the King's James Version, it says thou shalt not kill. Number seven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Number eight, thou shalt not steal. Number nine, don't give false testimony against your brother or your neighbor. And ten, thou shalt not covet. The Ten Commandments were divided into two parts. The first four commandments deal with reverence to God or man's relationship to God. The other six refer to man's relationship to man. Now, as I'm reading this, I realize that six commandments were devoted to man's relationship to man, and only four give reverence to God. God gives more importance to our love for one another than our love towards Him, because He knows if we could love one another, loving Him comes naturally or comes more easily. Or maybe it's because we need more guidance, more counseling, and help to love one another, then we need to love God. For the Bible says, if any man or if anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. True love comes from within, and if we cannot express it to one another, what we give to God is all fanfare and false. We are just fooling ourselves for the sake of just looking good on the outside. When questioned by the Pharisees, which is the greatest commandment of the law, Jesus replied, The most important one is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. This falls under the first four commandments. And the second is this, Jesus continues saying, Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The book of Hebrews takes this a step deeper in chapter 12, verse 14, saying, Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which nobody shall see the Lord. Wow, that's pretty heavy. That, that's pretty heavy right there. Follow peace with all men and holiness. If you don't do this, you're not going to make it to heaven. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it's telling me right there. So God is making it very clear that we need to get along with one another or we are not going to see Jesus. If you have a problem with somebody or you hate that certain somebody and you think by acting holy is going to get you through those, those pearly gates, guess what? Guess again. Clearly, love for one another is essential for Christian living and salvation. The words love one another or each other appear in the New Testament over 50 times. The Old Testament had the law to abide by, but Romans 13.8 says, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. That's pretty interesting. Jesus said that we should love one another as he has loved us. How did he love us? He loved us by dying on that cross, John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If he would have never loved us, he would have never gave Jesus Christ to bear our sins on that cross. But I am so glad he did because we are not worthy to take on that punishment for that price that needed to be paid. Only Jesus could. 1 John 4.7 says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. This is a strong accusation of one's relationship with God. How can you say, I don't love God? You don't know me. You don't know what's in my heart. Only God knows. But on the contrary, out of the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth speaks. Love brings forth fruits. Love being one of the fruits of the Spirit and hatred is not. You are recognized by the fruits that you bear. The point of life is learning to love. Love people, love God. Let me emphasize the love. To love God, you must love one another and to do it with humbleness of heart. And we need to humble, <clears throat> we need humbleness because love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrong. How are people going to know who we are without love? If someone was to look at you, how are they going to know if you are a disciple of Christ? John 13, 35 says, By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you, what? Love one another. The love of God runs deep, it's reliable, and it's there when you need it. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angel nor demons, neither the present nor future nor any power, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord in Romans 8, 38 through 39. 
So in closing, I just want to say this. Love is a gift from God. And if you've been given that gift, then you have love of God that dwells within you. That makes us children of God. And we must show it to one another in love, kindness, and humbleness. The best use of life is to love. The best expression of love is to give your time. And the best time to love one another is now. For God is love. I invite you to open up your heart today to receive that love in your life. If you don't have God in your life right now, I ask that you turn to him. The Bible says repent and turn towards God. Repent from your wicked ways. Repent from your evil ways. And turn towards God who is the epitome, the definition of love. And receive him in your life. And you will know what true love is. The only way to know what true love is is to receive God in your heart because God is love. I'm going to pray for you right now. If you have problems loving somebody or if there's somebody at work or in your life right now that you just can't get away from, they annoy you, they irritate you, but you have to be there anyways. I'm going to pray for you so that God could give you that peace that surpasses all understanding and that love which He is that continues to dwell and manifest in your life. Right where you're at. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity that we may come before you to listen to this word of love, of loving one another because you're love, and how to effectively pray for the lost. And one reason to pray for the lost is the, our love for other people. Lord, I just want to thank you, God, to honor you and to worship you, God. I ask you to bless all those who are listening right now to give them strength, give them peace, increase their love in their lives for other people that they may be able to show that love to other people by their love for them, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We honor you and we love you. In your wonderful name we pray. Amen, amen. Thank you once again for listening this week. Tune in next week for Four Biblical Reasons to Pray for the Lost, and we're going to get into our faith in Christ Jesus. Thank you very much, and God bless you.